Hey everybody, it's Fernando from the Rollback Podcast, and you know what day it is, it is Wednesday, and to cap off this Wednesday Rewind, let's end on a somewhat positive note, with the end of the Disney Star Wars Trilogy, Star Wars Episode 9, The Rise of Skywalker. So, as you all know, I wasn't too fond of The Last Jedi, it was okay, not the greatest, it's whatever, but it wasn't, you know, it just wasn't great, <laughs> um, it was lackluster to say the least, it kind of pissed all over uh, what J.J. Abrams was building with The Force Awakens, Ryan Johnson from the outside looking in did not respect what Star Wars was and what it should be. Um, that's the only thing that sucks is that man, Star Wars is such a beloved property um, by its fans. So you could make the argument that the fans do need to grow up. You can make the argument that it's not just their property. And some would say that they're right. Or some would say that you are right. But, episode 8, to say the least, was lackluster. Now, let's get into talking about episode 9, the return of J.J. Abrams, which the movie should have been called. (laughs) Um, You know, I think with the return of J.J. Abrams um, and the departure of Colin Trevorrow as the director, you know... You could tell that this movie is a lot of backtracking on the part of Disney because they very much heard and reacted to The Last Jedi not being well received by the fans and I think it was the movie that was received well by critics but not received well by the fans which you know it's pretty well warranted because uh, it just had so many expectations and just kind of pissed on everybody. Um, but yes, J.J. Uh, Abrams returns in Rise of Skywalker, Episode 9, and um, Colin Trevorrow leaves. Um, I forget as to why, and to be frank, I really don't feel like looking it up because from the get-go, I always thought that J.J. Abrams should have helmed all three of Disney's Star Wars movies. Um, At this point in time, we've had Episode 7, Force Awakens. We've had Rogue One. We've had Episode 8. We've had Han Solo's uh, movie. And out of all those movies, the two only good ones were Force Awakens and Rogue One for me Rogue One's the best out of all of them Rogue One is I in my opinion the best Star Wars movie that they have made Solo was okay it wasn't horrible it just it was a movie that I can watch and be like I mean I enjoy it don't need it but I enjoy it um but for the most part yeah, uh, at this point in time, people are kind of losing um, enjoyment with Disney as far as the Star Wars property goes. 
which is a little odd because i mean disney was so beloved when it came to marvel uh, but that's because you had Kevin Feige to to take brunt of the force of leading Marvel as opposed to the Star Wars section that has Kathleen Kennedy and not many people like her. The fans definitely do not like her. She's very not liked at all. Um, but yeah, so the return of J.J. Abrams helming the last of the episodic Star Wars movies. The end of the Skywalker saga. Now this movie, uh, regardless it being a backtrack movie from Disney, um, I liked it um, a lot more than Episode Eight. that is for sure. Um, but, man, it just sucks to think like what the Star Wars franchise could have been if just J.J. Abrams would have helmed all three movies. Uh, But, you know, as this movie uh, is, it's a fine movie. I liked it. I I see what Disney was trying to do in trying to reverse what had been done. And, you know what, for as much as I hate uh, what the Star Wars franchise is doing so far... Uh, with Disney at the helm, I do enjoy this movie. Um, first of all, because J.J. Abrams is back. Uh, the beginning of the movie, uh, out the gate, they're just like, Ember's back. Uh, Snoke was a um, puppet of the Emperor. He was created by the Emperor, except he had like his own uh, personality and whatnot. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. I think that's a little lazy writing. Uh, just trying to forgive what Ryan Johnson did. And, I mean, it's just whatever. It is, it is, uh, okay, whatever. Um, unfortunately, when this movie had started, Carrie Fisher had already passed away. So they used stock footage or extra footage from Episode 7 to help bring her to life. Uh, in this movie, we've seen this done before with Furious 7, um, Rogue One, uh, that made her younger. Uh, along in Rogue One, the uh, Grand Animal Toph. Um, but yeah, this is not the first time that we've seen this done. It's it's pretty much becoming uh, a fad now. Because, uh, I mean, I'm assuming that's what they're going to do for the next Fast and Furious movie. Because, spoiler alert, Paul Walker's supposed to come back. Somehow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and the CGI is really good. Uh, I think it was really good. Um, I had no problems with it whatsoever. Uh, we finally get to see Poe, Finn, and Ray team up. Uh, because it had only been uh, Finn and Ray, and then... Finn and Poe, um, but that was pretty much it. Um, I feel like that needed to be more. We needed more Finn and Ray. I think that would have been, or just all three of them together. Um, Finn, Ray, and Poe, um, to see them together as a family. I mean, because that's what happened in the original Star Wars trilogy with Luke, Leia, and Han, and Chewie. Um, 
that could have been done a little bit better but we finally get to see them team up uh, we finally see the Knights of Ren as opposed to just seeing them in some vision in Rey's uh, head in the first uh, in the Force Awakens I mean cool uh, it just sucks because we don't really know them if we would have had more of them in the beginning movies we would actually like them a little bit more but I mean we hardly know them but we finally get to see them so plus uh, Kylo embracing his role as um, the Supreme uh, Emperor Supreme or whatever the fuck they call it um, even though he's not because the Emperor's still alive but regardless uh, he has embraced his role as a uh, Supreme Leader um, we finally get to see Lando back in action in the movies again. I think it's another uh, result of just not having anybody from the originals coming back uh, as, a, you know, alive. But you know what? Lando coming back, that's, that's cool. Um, C-3PO, uh, you know, I'm, right now I'm just kind of listing the, the pros that I really liked in the movie. Uh, when we get up to the scene where they're trying to figure out where X-Goal is. And uh, C-3PO has to sacrifice his memory uh, so that they could find out where it is. Or the location of the codex that tells you where X-Goal is. So I really like that scene because it's a very emotional scene from a robot. Because um, he's finally... He's going to have to give up his memory to help his friends. And, I mean, it's a fucking robot. How do robots have uh, emotions? But uh, I like that scene. It's very emotional. And it's it's very it's a very well done scene. Um, they scrapped uh, Ryan Johnson's narrative in from Last Jedi. Uh, because, as you all know, in Last Jedi... He says that Ray is nothing, and that's it. But in the pretty much from the get-go uh, of this movie, we find out Ray is not nothing. She's actually extremely important to the story. Uh, duh. But you know what? Whatever. All right. All right. I'm right now. I'm being positive. We're being positive. Um. <laughs> And we finally get to see something that I think we all kind of figured from the beginning. That Finn was going to be um, uh, force sensitive. You could see that like, he was having these um, these bouts of being force sensitive. And he's able to sense things. And I think I'm very on board for that. Um, I think from the get go... He should have been force sensitive. But that's just me. I very much enjoyed that aspect. Um, uh, then we find out, you know, Ray is the the granddaughter of Palpatine, and she has healing abilities, and it like explains it. I mean, I I think when I first saw the movie, I was just like, oh man, what. What the fuck ever. And like how is she able to heal. And then you know coming to realize like. Well Rey and Kylo. Are the offspring of. Basically two of the. Most powerful. Uh, force sensitive people. In the known Star Wars universe. 
uh, Rey being the granddaughter of Palpatine, Kylo being the grandson of Darth Vader, uh, slash Anakin Skywalker, it kind of explains as to why they're so powerful. So I was just like, oh, okay, I get it. I get it. I'm willing to accept it. Um, so in turn, it, they are basically an anomaly in the Force because they are, um, it seems as though as they are split off of one uh, cell. Uh, they are equally as powerful, so they equally have that power together. Which, you know what, I accept. I accept that narrative. Uh, both, again, equally powerful beings. So, I accept. Let's move on with this one. Um, man, seeing... Uh, the the fight with Kylo and Rey at the destructed, the demolished uh, Death Star... A uh, very personal fight because Ray is still very hurt by what Kylo did uh, to Han, and then his betrayal in Episode Eight. So she's le- she's letting out all of her anger at this point, which leads to um, uh, Leia making her ultimate sacrifice. This is where we see the death of Leia. Where she contacts uh, Ray, not Ray, uh, when she contacts Kylo through the Force, causing him to misstep and just kind of look off into a distance because this is the first time he's ever spoken to his mother since what had happened. And at that point, Ray uses uh, Kylo's lightsaber to stab him and, in I guess, a symbolic way, killing Kylo Ren. But leaving behind Ben Skywalker. Or Ben Solo, sorry. And she heals Kylo right before she leaves to go to Exegol. And that's when we see uh, Ben and Han reconnect through a memory in Ben's head. Where Han is pretty much forgiving him for what he's done. And basically saying Kylo's dead and... What's left behind is Ben. So we finally get to see the redemption of Kylo Ren pretty much uh, beginning into the third quarter of this movie. Um, and then we see Chewie's reaction to seeing or to hearing Leia's death, which is just, man, that is so heart wrenching because as much as what we give these movies in flack. Man, it is so sad to see uh, Chewbacca sad in this movie. Um, Chewbacca is obviously a fan favorite character, and to see him like finally lose his two closest friends as far as Han Solo and Leia go, man, it's just it's heart wrenching. Um, yeah, that one's that one's pretty pretty tough to see. Uh, we finally see Poe take up the mantle of being a general in the Resistance, and along with that, he gives Finn a general position, which props to them. Uh, I think it's long overdue that we finally see Poe get a uh, sense of uh, power in the Resistance. Um, I think he's long overdue. He's definitely a fan favorite. Out the gate, he was a fan favorite. 
I think Poe Dameron as the character has such a big upside. And Disney does not even know how to handle that. Um, but yes, very good. We finally get to see that OJ, uh, Leia was made a Jedi back then uh, through her training with Luke. So we finally get that confirmed because we all knew that Leia was force sensitive. But yes, we finally get to see uh, Leia wielding a lightsaber. We see her lightsaber. And then this ultimate leads to Kylo's redemption when he goes to Exegol during the final battle. Uh, slips through because right now the Star Destroyers are too busy fighting uh, what we think is the left of the resistance. Um, but yeah, Kylo sneaks in and he's met with uh, the Knights of Ren. And that's when uh, Rey and Kylo, who share this very strong force bond, which, again, I have accepted and come to like, uh, she drops him Luke's lightsaber through the force, and he uses said lightsaber to fucking murk all the Knights of Ren, which I have no problem with. He should be doing this. He should be the strongest Jedi in theory, because he is the grandson of Darth Vader slash Anakin Skywalker. Um, and then, along with that, we see Rey taking up her mantle as being a Jedi and fighting Emperor Palpatine. Um, at this point, uh, the Resistance battle is going on, which I love that Resistance battle. It's beautiful to watch especially when you see the entire resistance come and assist poe uh it's awesome to see all those huge all those ships behind him great scene loved it um but yes yeah, so we get to the part where kylo and ray uh reconvene and as two jedis take on the, the emperor um ray gets knocked to the ground kylo gets thrown away and so at that point ray is really trying deep down to find the voices of past jedis to i guess offer her some assistance and we get to see we get to hear voices from from anakin from luke from luke from yoda from qui-gon Jin, from uh ayla uh from the old from the prequel trilogies we get to hear voices of the voice actor from, uh, I believe it's Clone Wars, who is uh, uh, Anakin's Padawan. Like, we get to hear all these voices, and this will be one of my biggest knocks against the movie, because I still haven't even said what I don't like about the movie. Um, we finally get to... If, if they really wanted to make this movie just fucking perfect, they would have had this scene, regardless if it's CGI'd, with all the Jedi, the main Je Mace Windu as well. I don't want to leave out Samuel Jackson. Uh, all the Jedi that were talking to her, and all the Jedi before them, standing behind them, in a vision, like just that would have made the movie, in my opinion. If they would have done that, that would have been fucking amazing. Um, 
which ends up leading to uh, Ray destroying the Emperor, and she, I guess, used up all of her power, and she's about to die. And that's when we get to see the the sacrifice of Kylo Ren of Ben Skywalker and or Ben Solo. Sorry, damn, I fucking fucked up his name so many times. Of Ben Solo giving up his life force to save Rey, and he ends up dying. Um, I think that's fitting for the character because I did not see a world where Kylo Ren slash Ben Solo is able to live with what he's done. Um, but yeah, fitting ending. Uh, we get to see Chewie finally get the medal that he so deserved from episode four. Um, and then the closing sequence of Rey, uh, burying Luke and Leia's lightsaber at Anakin's old home of Tatooine. And then we get to see Rey's cool custom lightsaber, which is a mix of her staff along with a lightsaber, which is sick. It's sick, sick blade, sick blade. And again, these are all things I loved about the movie. Again, I don't hate this movie. Just throwing that out there. Um, some of the things that did just annoy me is just the fact that, you know, it's the biggest walk back of a movie in history because they really had to fuck, fucking fix what Ryan Johnson did. Um, the bringing back of the Emperor to fix the death of Snoke. Um, Leia and Rey's relationship as Master and Padawan is, I don't know, man, like, it's it's okay, it's whatever. I don't hate it, it's just, you know. I think, I still do think that they should have killed off Leia and Last Jedi. I really think that would have put the nail in the coffin and the redemption of Kylo Ren. But, again, that's just what I have to say, and no one cares what I have to say. Unless you're listening, thank you. I appreciate you. Um, and fuck, man, what's funny is episode eight, one of the biggest things that people hated Rose's character. I don't get why she wasn't a bad character, but people fucking hated her and they put a stop to her fucking character so fast. Like her character does very little in this movie. You hardly see her. And it is just, wow. But, yeah, that's just me. I'm just like, wow, man. Like, that's just, it's a little weird. But, okay, whatever. Um, Lando's return, it's a little wasted. Uh, they probably could have done that, like, in the past two movies. Um, I understood Ray's healing abilities. I understand her bond with Kylo. It's just a little, like, why are they so fucking powerful? But, you know, her being the granddaughter of Palpatine and then him being the grandson of Anakin, it makes sense. So, it just that's just a little nitpick. Um, man, they just don't really show much Jedi training for, for Rey. Like, whatsoever. Like, it's very little. I feel like it could have had more. General Hux being the spy is the most obvious thing. Because he fucking hates Kylo Ren. Uh, then he dies. Really quickly. It is just... Um, the lightsaber battle between Rey and Kylo is a little... Eh, it's a little lackluster. 
they keep like switching the fucking blade from right side up to upside down it's just like that's fucking stupid just right fight correctly um that robot that they added do man that's just a fucking money grab to sell toys and along with sith troopers as well and along to fucking get you to buy the stupid expansion pack for battlefront 2 fuckers <laughs> uh, the knights of ren short-lived like man they could have been such a cool thing to have through all three movies but whatever um, the dyad, the how Ray and Kylo are joined together, should have been explored a little bit more. Again, it's probably just because they had to walk back the last movie. Um, the CGI, they should have done that for that fucking vision scene of Ray. Um, that weird Kylo Ray Finn love triangle. I don't know if she's into Finn or if she's into Kylo. It's just very odd. I thought her and Finn like fit perfectly together, and obviously from the get go they were kind of hinting that Finn liked her. So there's that. Um, Lando at the very end has a fucking daughter, and it's just like why. You're not going to... There's no other episodes after this. You're not going to explore it. Apparently, they're supposed to explore it in a TV show. Which I don't fucking think is going to happen. But it's just so forced. Ugh, just, ugh, Jesus Christ. Um, and the last thing that I just really had a problem with was... Man, they... Ray and Poe are the two... Two of the biggest characters in the fucking movie. And they have little to no chemistry. And they try to make it as though as they do have chemistry, but they don't. They haven't. They don't really talk to talk to each other in episode seven at all. Uh, episode eight, they hardly see each other until the very end of the movie. It's just it doesn't make any sense. Um, they should have had a better relationship. But again, even with all these like cons that I'm saying, I don't have a problem with this movie. I very much enjoy uh, Rise of Skywalker as opposed to Last Jedi. I think Rise of Skywalker is far and away a better watch as opposed to uh, Last Jedi. But, you know, just thinking about what's going to come now, because uh, right now it's just, it's all up in the air. I believe once... Uh, Last Jedi happened and it didn't do so well. A lot of the projects got halted or just like put on ice. So right now Star Wars is in such a disarray. The only thing right now that's been successful is the final season of Clone Wars, Rogue One, um, The Bad Batch on Disney Plus as well, and The Mandalorian. And that's pretty much it. They have had little success as far as it comes to movies, um, it's just, it is in a big disarray right now, so I'm hoping that they fix whatever they need to fix, I hope that they change whatever they need to change, if they need to put someone in charge, I hope they do it, because Star Wars has such a rich, it has such a rich history, it has so many characters that you can explore, it needs, it needs to be explored but again overall i very much enjoy this movie if i had to give this a rating i would give this movie a definite three and a half out of five um four pushing it but three and a half out of five i think this movie is very rewatchable and 
you know, I really did like the characters that they introduced to us. You did it, ladies and gentlemen. You have made it to the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening to us here at the Rollback. I am Fernando. This was your Wednesday Rewind. Please look out for new podcasts every Wednesdays and Saturdays. Sometimes it may vary because, you know, Eddie's an idiot. But who am I to say? <laughs> I just want to say check us out at therollback.net. Check us out wherever you can listen to podcasts, YouTube, Google Play, Pandora, anywhere, uh, Apple Music, everywhere. That is where you can listen to us, bitch about movies, which you probably shouldn't be bitching about. But, yes, this is the end of the podcast. Enjoy our long catalog of podcasts. So, this is Fernando. This was your Wednesday Rewind. Let's cut it.